Hi, this is Nicole Callender, and you're listening to the first episode of Falling Off the Pedestal. official folks. Um, my family's sick of listening to me, so I've resigned to talking to myself on a computer. I've got to warn you, I'm not domesticated at all. I can't cook. I don't clean. Um, it's debatable if I'm parenting my kids or if they're parenting me. So if you're expecting a cooking show, um, parenting tips, shortcuts on good housekeeping, I'm probably not the show to listen to because I'm going to be a version of what not to do. So here I am. I'm recording my first podcast. I'm going to start with giving you a background as to why it's called Falling Off the Pedestal. So a few years ago, I went viral on social media. And I know some people try really hard to go viral. And yeah, there are some really cool perks to it. But it's also really exhausting. I think the best part of going viral is that you're handed this platform where people listen to you. And people want to connect with you on an emotional level. And you have this opportunity to use that platform to create some pretty powerful changes. I mean, I was able to use my platform I was given to spread kindness and to educate on a topic that was really important to me, which is inclusion and acceptance. But with that platform and recognition also comes a new level of responsibility and expectation. And that's the exhausting part, is living up to the expectations of people from all over the world. In my case, it's having the title of kindness. It took me a long time to realize that I'm not everyone's type of person, and that's okay. Um, I used to think that I needed to be liked by everyone. That, you know, if they didn't like me, then it's because there was something bad or unlikable about me. And I like to think I'm a nice person, and I, and I do good things. So I couldn't understand why somebody wouldn't like me. But as I reflected, I realized that there are some people in my life that are also nice, but they're just not my kind of people. Um, it could be that our values or tastes are different or our focuses and goals don't align. That's okay. We don't need to be liked by everyone. We just need to be kind and even to those who aren't our type, right? But with those expectations is also a level of restraint that I need to have on my social media accounts or when I'm out in public. Because there are people who are always listening to me and always following me and mentoring me. Not to mention, many of those people support my causes and donate to them. So I have to hold this level of professionalism and branding even in my personal life. But honestly, guys, sometimes I just don't want to be kind. I make mistakes. Lots of them, actually. I make lots of mistakes. I'm human. I'm so far from perfect. Like, I'm not even close to being perfect. And sometimes I just want to vent and speak uncensored. I, I want to step away from those expectations. I want to cuss like a sailor. Um, so here I am. I'm strolling down the path of podcasting and I'm kind of exposing myself to the world. You guys are going to find out fast that I'm a bit of a mess and a whole lot of crazy. All right, enough with the scripted introduction. I'm as genuine as they come, folks. I speak before I think far too often. 
And I really want to use this platform to talk about stupid things, really serious things, or things that make me literally shake my head. I definitely can't wait to introduce you to my family because they're the gift of madness that keeps on giving. And I can assure you that every podcast is going to have a what has my family done this week type of story because there's always so many of them. All right, so I have four children. Let me introduce you to them. I have four children and a grumpy Scottish husband named Alex. My oldest child, who I'm never allowed to tag or name because God forbid her three friends see it, she's 21. Um, okay, here's a great example. How many of you have children like this, right? Christmas Day, everyone posts all their cute family photos and their matching pajamas in front of their Christmas trees. And I was really excited because I had all four kids home. They all had their matching pajamas because I don't know how many more Christmases Megan's going to still be living here. So I take all my pictures. I'm quite excited. I'm about to post the pictures. And my oldest is like, you aren't posting those pictures with me in them, are you? Like, why else am I taking jammy Christmas tree photos? No, you know, like, it's not like the whole world doesn't know she exists, right? That I don't have four children. Nope. I was still not allowed to post the pictures. So then I have to get my other three children to re-sit in front of the tree so I can retake the 30 pictures of just the three kids in front of me. Well, in front of the tree, right? But by this time, they're scowling and they're miserable and they're not looking very Christmassy. They don't want to take more pictures. So I post the pictures of just the three miserable looking children minus the oldest daughter. And I'm sure like everyone's looking at these pictures saying, Maybe she didn't get the oldest daughter matching pajamas. Excuse me. Maybe she's like excluding that oldest daughter. Like it drives me insane. It, it literally drives me insane. <laughs> so then my second daughter is Caitlin. She's 20. Um, Caitlin has a genetic disability called Williams syndrome. And she truly is a sweetheart. Caitlin loves everybody and she doesn't judge anybody. She's just open heartedly loves anybody that walks into her life except me. She has no problem judging me sometimes. <laughs> um, but honestly, she's the reason I'm passionate about inclusion and acceptance. Although, you know, we have our moments as well, and I'm sure you're going to hear me complain about them plenty. Caitlin does not have an inside voice. So when she's mad at me, I can hear what she's thinking because she says her thoughts out loud. So often she'll get mad at me because I'll call her out and say, Caitlin, I can hear what you're saying about me. And then she'll literally yell at me to stop eavesdropping on her thoughts. So I'm supposed to ignore all the mean things she's saying about me because apparently I'm eavesdropping on her thoughts, even though I can hear them. This is why I need to podcast people because I cannot make this shit up. Then there's my last two children who are the reason to not start over. I'm kidding. I love my boys, but seriously, I'm too old. I am way too old for my boys. So I have Xander. Xander's eight years old, and his name is actually Alexander. He's named after his father, his grandfather, his great-grandfather, and well, he's literally named after every adult male for the last 14 generations. It drives me insane that I have two Alexes living in my house. So that is why we call him Xander, so that everyone knows who I'm yelling at. Honestly, I, th I think I have a theory as to why the Scots do this. Because when you meet a new Scot, they will always begin their name with, I'm Big Alex, or this is Wee Alex. Hey, have you met Big Johnny over there? Oh, that's Wee Johnny. Here's my theory. The Scottish people aren't known for being a sober bunch. 
they are known for spending more time in the local pub than at home. So because they're drunk all the time, A, it saves on them having to remember a whole bunch of names if they're just all the same name. Second of all, they get mad at each other often. So all they have to yell out is, Alex, you asshole. And every single person in the pub is going to look because they all have the same name. It's actually quite genius. So I'm, I'm going to admit that this is quite genius because what happens then is they go home, they sleep off the drink, and then when they wake up, they can't remember which Alex pissed them off. So they're friends with everybody again and all is well in the world. So that's my theory as to why I think they're all named the same name. And then finally, I have Liam. So Liam is six and Alex wanted to name him William. But let's be real here. Alex isn't the one teaching our kids how to spell their name. And after having to teach Xander how to spell Alexander Calendar, I was past teaching another child how to print their name. So I decided that Liam was going to be named Liam because it only had four letters. Liam is a podcast all on his own. Even though he's only six years old, he is obsessed with ventriloquist dolls and wearing suits. Okay, so he's my fourth child, so really there aren't many pictures on the wall of him, and I let him run feral, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have lots of Liam stories in future episodes, because he is also a gift that keeps on giving. And then finally, I'm married to a grumpy Scotsman. I don't, I don't want to say a lot about Alex just yet, because he is a gift that keeps on giving, and I think it'll be way more fun to have Alex on, so that you guys can get a taste of him live. Like, I'm actually excited because he has agreed to guest on my podcast. So I'm going to share his gifted grumpiness with all of you. <laughs> I love Alex a bit. So like, don't get me wrong. I, I truly do. He has a lot of great qualities. He's a hard worker. He sacrifices a lot for us. He spoils me rotten. But sometimes, okay, sometimes I wonder how he survived this long. Like, sometimes I feel like Scotland has kind of sent me their village idiot, you know? But I'm kidding. I love him to death. But he will say things that, and all I can do is stare at him, like, bewildered. Like, I don't even know how to respond to him. So I call those moments Alexisms. And there are plenty of Alexisms. And I'm hoping, well, I'm not hoping, because I know it'll probably happen, that when he's a guest, he will be sharing a lot of those Alexisms with you. So that's my family. Like, I have a lot of shit I want to share as well. Like, I love finding adventures, which usually end up with me hurting myself or a reminder as to why I should just, I should just stay home. Um, I'm on a health kick journey. I like to say it's my 2021 resolution to lose 80 pounds, but honestly, this has been my resolution since 1999. <laughs> no kidding. Although this year I'm highly motivated. Like I, I honestly feel crappy. I feel middle-aged. And when I work out, my body is feels like it's made out of Rice Krispies. Every time I move, all I hear is snap, crackle, pop. So I've been working out. I'm trying to get healthy. But I got to say, when I go to a restaurant and they put that warm, out-of-the-oven bread on the table, I forget how to eat healthy and the journey comes to a complete halt. Although we are in lockdown at the moment, so I don't have the bread temptations because there isn't any bread making going on in my house and all the restaurants are closed. So I have about 20 days left to lose 80 pounds before the restaurants reopen up. And for some reason, I'm doubting my ability to achieve that goal in 20 days since I haven't been able to achieve it in 20 years. How many of you are the same? Like how many of you have zero willpower like myself? You know, I ask these questions and and I kind of, 
I kind of pray that you guys are kind of connecting with me, or are you all listening thinking, nope, you're truly crazy, Nicole. We can't relate to you at all. So I guess this podcast is either going to confirm that I need my own therapist or that the entire world is going mad right along with me. It's going to be one or the other, I guess. All right, so here's how it's going to go. Every week, I'm going to invite you into my world of crazy. I'm going to invite you to pull up a seat, have a front row view of the real unfiltered me. I'm going to let myself fall off the pedestal, and I'm going to share the realities of homeschooling my kids, the disasters in my kitchen, and I mean they're real disasters. Like when I was a teen, I was boiling water to make rice, and the water caught fire. I kid you not. Ask my mother. She has no problem telling everyone every bad thing I've done and every mistake I've made. So seriously, like how does somebody put out burning water? I wasn't exaggerating when I said I wasn't domesticated. And you're going to find out soon enough that I'm not. Um, I'm going to share my stress of trying to be everything to everyone. I'm going to have Alex on to share his stories. I'm excited about the one week he's going to come on and share his experiences with you of when he moved to Canada from Scotland. Like he had some dizzy stories about that to tell. So I'm excited about that. Um, my oldest child, who shall remain lame still, she said she wants to be a guest at some point. So that should be interesting. I'm really looking forward to hearing what she has to say. Although I think her motive is to debunk everything I say about her. So don't believe her. I still have all the pictures of her, even if I didn't post them on social media. But it'll be interesting to hear what she has to say on that episode. All right, so this is me, folks. I'm looking forward to sharing my life, the real unfiltered me. I'm going to knock myself, like I said, off the pedestal and show you what it's really like to be me in my home. I'm not perfect. I have my moments. And honestly, it's going to be great to shake that image off and be raw and show you that even people who are kind have bad days, that people who are kind, who believe in love, make mistakes and can do bad things sometimes. I just hope you guys can relate to me. And I'd love for you all to share with me on social media accounts um, that if something big is going on, that we can talk about it because I'm not knowing not to share my opinion, even though there's many times I should probably take the high road. But I always share my, like I said, I always think, I always talk before I think. I always spill out what I'm thinking and then regret it after and say I probably shouldn't have said that. All right, so even though this is the raw and filtered me, it doesn't mean I don't believe in kindness any less. So I think I'm going to end every podcast with a kindness challenge. Because if I do a podcast every week, then that's 52 kindness acts and 52 people whose lives will be better, right? And that's only based on if I get one listener. And I know Alex will listen, so I know I'll have at least one listener. But kindness is contagious. Think about it. If someone buys you a coffee in the drive-thru... Doesn't that motivate you to want to pay it forward? So now someone else's day is brighter. So that one coffee has now brightened two people's lives, right? And then obviously, like if, so, I mean, I don't know. If you've, if you've passed that on, I, I just think that kindness is contagious. It has like this domino effect of kindness. So for our kindness challenge, I'm going to encourage you all to pick up the phone and message someone you haven't spoken to in a long time and tell them that you're thinking of them and you miss them especially this year. I think so many people are feeling so alone and isolated. And January and February are already hard months for some people. So let's remind someone that they are loved and thought about. Can you do that? Share with me on social media. So let's, let's show others and encourage them how to brighten up someone's day.
I'm going to do it too. I feel like there are so many people I'm missing right now who I need to call and let them know I'm thinking of them. I, I feel like I shut myself down this past year and kind of gone into survival mode with my own family that I've disconnected from a lot of people as well. So I, I need to call somebody up and let them know I'm thinking about them and I'm missing them. I see so many of my friends suffering right now and I want to let them know that they are my thoughts. Well, that's it for now, folks. I've rambled on long enough. <laughs> that's one episode down and I hope there are many more. Thanks for tuning in. Virtual hugs and love to all of you. Take care, everyone.